everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. Amazing. All right. Well, welcome back to What's Your Number? We are the podcast where we share stories every single week about people we fucked. That's right. In case you forgot. And we're here with another weird-ass story from my life this week. Um, Super weird, honestly. Uh, But before we go there... Ooh, I'm excited. (laughs) We need to ask you guys, our lovely listeners, for more things. Yes. Um... We can't stop. We we want and need so much from you. No, but um, this is this is fun. <laughs> so if you haven't filled out our listener survey, uh, we would love you forever if you would do that. Thank you so much to those of you who already have filled out one. Um, we're already learning so much and getting so much cool feedback and ideas from you guys. So thank you so much. And yeah, if you haven't done that yet, um, it's linked in our Instagram bio and in the show notes for this episode. Um, And then the second thing we wanted to ask you guys slash let you know about is that next week we're going to be doing a Q&A episode. Um, So yeah, if you have any burning questions for us, now is the time to ask. Yay, finally. Yeah, for those of you who are longer time listeners, um, we did at one point, you know, have another call for questions for a Q&A episode that never happened because we got sick or something like that. Um, I got sick, sorry, when <laughs> yeah. Olivia was in New York. And um, yeah, so we just figured, you know, now is the time to kind of resuscitate that. Um, send us your questions. Yeah, um, there's no stupid ones. Only questions that are not asked via email or DM are stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> love it, uh, love it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so if you want to su- submit a question, you can find us at whatsyournumberpod at gmail.com on our Instagram at whatsyournumberpod um, or contact us via the form on our website. Okay, amazing. Um, thank you guys all in advance. And Mariah, I hope you're buckled up because today we're talking about fetishes and fetishization. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> oh yeah? <laughs> so, uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> what, what comes to your mind when I say that, when I say those words? Um, yeah, so what I, well, the first thing that comes to my mind right now is cake sitting because, um, <laughs> because yeah, I, I heard it on another podcast that I listened to religiously, Guys Be Fucked. Um, somebody they interviewed was like a psychologist, okay, and he talked about, um, you know, food play as something that, um, I guess people, he, he works with people who have like fetishes and things like that. Right. Um, and so food play is one of the ones that came up, but then it's kind of come up again and again 
there's this <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, kind of this famous bar in um, New York called the House of Yes. I don't know if you've been there, Olivia. No, I haven't. Um, just just curious because I know you you had a you uh, had some fun times when you were <laughs> younger living on the East Coast. So who knows? <laughs> um, but apparently, we have some friends who went there, and they said that they there was like this woman who did this like who did this kind of slow stripping performance and then sat on a cake and then um like in front of everybody yeah and then yeah and it i guess it's just come up in in different groups of friends and i think it's very interesting what what are your thoughts oh my gosh yeah this is really the first i'm hearing about this i feel like i feel like a noob a cake sitting noob so after the sitting on the cake do you eat the cake or is that part of it or is it just the sitting? I to be honest I don't know um I started reading this article when I was like with some friends um we were talking about it uh-huh. um that was actually I think it was like on vice or something like that um so there is information to be had about this <laughs> I don't think I got far enough to like learn more about it uh-huh. the one thing That's I I will say sitting. is <laughs> Yeah, like my my two thoughts on it are a it kind of sounds fun. I mean, yeah, like you know, it kind of sounds like a fun, interesting thing to do. I mean, I don't think I'm not sure it would like turn me on, but I mean, imagine just sitting on something like squishy. You yeah, know, no, it sounds <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does sound fun, but then the, the other thing that like from a sexual standpoint that like sounds really weird to me, and also is just like a, a hard no. It is just having sex afterward with all the frosting, like the that's a yeast infection waiting to happen. Yeah, I, I was thinking that's the first thing I thought of. Like, I don't know what that says <laughs> yeah. about me, but I was like, um, pH alert. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, can't, can, no, can do on that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's my thought. Also, um, scat play. Yeah. Yeah. comes to mind. Um, so there's this other podcast I listen to. And, and here's where you guys are really seeing my like true colors as somebody <laughs> like stopping about talking about taboo subjects. Um, but yeah, there's this Just other now. podcast I listen to called Risk. Yeah, right? Um, Risk is like a storytelling podcast, kind of like The Moth, but it, they oh, tell yeah. like more risque stories. I've heard of that one. And there is this, yeah, it's really good. Um, <clears throat> there's this one episode where this guy in detail tells like the story of how he got into scat play. And there's this particular scene where he talks about his partner shitting in his mouth. Wow. And he makes it sound beautiful. Oh my God. Wow. I have to hear that. That is wild. (laughs) I was just like sitting there like eyes wide, like, whoa, this is so crazy. Dude, totally. Okay. I think we may have run into the first problem in this episode, which is that... There's always a problem, (laughs) whether it's obvious to other people or not, but (laughs) I think, okay, so, well, I don't know, but my question is, is there a difference between fetishes and fetishization? I mean, this might, the story I'm about to tell might be slightly more of a story about fetishization. I I leave that kind of as an open-ended question. Like, have you... Because I think you can have a fetish like for for feet or or cake sitting or shit or anything that just you know it's something that's not you know erotic in nature for a lot of people, but that for you you know just like really gets you going. 
But then there's kind yeah. of um I honestly don't know which one the story falls into, so maybe we can find out together. But then there's you know, when you fetishize people, mm-hmm. there's just something about them, like a type of person that like really gets you going. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever I feel mean, like you've been fetishized for anything, like any characteristic? Um, I don't think so. I kind of felt, so I was looking back in, in like the number, um, to try to remember, I think it was number 21, mm-hmm. you know, the one where the guy kind of like, I don't know, uh, the one that's called behind closed doors, basically the guy is like passing through town and right. he's like, oh, I knew you were kinky or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I would say, I would say like, that's like the closest I've ever felt to yeah. being fetishized. Right. Um, well, okay. I would say that definitely made me feel a little bit fetishized just because he's like, oh, I knew you were kinky. And he apparently was like, you know, thinking I was just like this, some like sexually active person. But I'm not right. like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I've never been like fetishized for like my race or, right. you know, the way I look or some physical attribute. Yeah. Um, although I will say, I feel like, Sometimes in Latin America, um, not necessarily by people I've had sex with, uh-huh. but you know, you have like blondish hair walking on the street. I think sometimes, you know, you get catcalled a little bit more often. They would right. call me Mona, which means like blondie. Right. So right, I feel right. like that's probably a little bit fetishization mm. to some extent. Yeah. It's like people really honing in on some physical characteristic of yours. Yeah. 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 But not to the extent that I think a lot of people do really get fetishized. Like I'm thinking particularly of like Asian women. Yes, right. A classic yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on on what happens here. What's about to happen. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely interested to hear it. I mean... <laughs> like, wow. What is, what's going to happen in this episode? Oh, God. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, just briefly go back to where I think my story, uh, we left my story off last time, which was I'm living in Barcelona. Um, it's still my first summer there. And, Mm -hmm. um, when I say I'm living there at this point, I'm kind of just there temporarily, just here temporarily. Um, I'm not really sure if I'm going to stay and end up living here, but yeah, I'm, have stopped for like a couple months and I'm just hanging out, meeting people. The last episode I met a guy through a meetup and then I finally (laughs) get on Tinder. Um, Oh my God, yes. Yeah, it didn't take me long at all. I think like these three numbers are within like a three-week span of each other. So just getting getting busy. (laughs) Foreshadowing. (laughs) Getting busy in Barcelona. (laughs) So, (laughs) As you do. Yeah, <laughs> as as one does. Um, I'm excited for your Barcelona stories. But anyways, yeah, so <laughs> I'm messaging with this guy who's um, has really cute photos. And he's like, yeah, I have plans tonight, um, but maybe we could hang out, you know, another time, like later this week or something. And I don't know. I mean, I was just being like a fucking weirdo, but... I, as sometimes you do on these apps, I feel like you say things that you would never say in real life. But I was like, 
I was like, listen, we can hang out tonight or you'll never see me again. Oh my God. It's a power move. I have no idea why. I mean, I probably just really wanted to hang out that night. I This is a really weird time. Like, I, I feel like it's odd to me because usually I travel around and I don't feel lonely or homesick. I mean, I have had those feelings, but this was a time that first summer in Barcelona where it was kind of overpowering and I couldn't, sometimes I just couldn't shake the feeling. So maybe I just was like super bored and was like, I have to go out tonight. So I was just like being weird about it. He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, okay, well, I'm at this place if you want to come hang out. So it's like, okay. So I go and um, <laughs> he's there with like a couple of people, a couple of friends and also his sister and his niece who's like 12. Oh my gosh. And that is so funny. And I'm like, uh, hi. And they're like, hi, who are you? Who are you? And I'm just like, I'm Olivia. And he's like, yeah, she's Olivia. And we like get a round of beers. Everyone's super nice to me. They like want to know where I'm from and how long have I been in town? Oh, you just are like, just got here. Cool. Whatever. Then all of a sudden the, like a waitress comes out with a cake and everyone starts singing happy birthday. And I lean over to my date, the guy from Speaking Tinder. of cake sitting. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, how, what foreshadowing, I see Mariah. where this is going. <laughs> I love it. And I lean over to the Tinder date. I'm like, whose birthday is it? And he's like, mine. <laughs> What? Oh my God. Why didn't you, Are you tell serious? me that it was your fucking birthday? Oh my God. He's like, I did. And then you said, if we didn't hang out tonight, you would never hang out with me again. And I was like, I did not see that message and you did not send it. Like, there's no way you told me. Okay. At this point, like, I just have to join in and sing happy birthday. <laughs> later I'm like you did not send me that message I would never have said that if you had told me it was your birthday and like I apologize this is absurd and he was like he brought out the receipts though and he was like no like and he had sent me that message I just literally didn't see it which of course he didn't believe me and why would he but anyways it was so absurd (laughs) oh my god he probably thought you were so psycho but not so psycho that he wasn't like, okay, come by. <laughs> yeah, he probably like, yeah, he liked it. He liked it. Yeah, right. Like, what does that say about him? So I, I don't even know what to think. But we end up going around that night, and uh, yeah, we go to the bar afterwards and hang out more with his friends and his sister and his niece and. <laughs> They're super nice. They like, give me a ride home at the end I of like the night. I like how it was like his his niece. Like, how old is his niece? <laughs> twelve or something. Like twelve or thirteen. What? Yeah, yeah. It oh was my gosh! Your birthday. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's very Spain though to just like take the take the niece out bar hopping. I mean, I think they went home earlier than everyone else, but like, yeah, I would hope so. Um. No, dude, kids here go to sleep at like midnight or one. Well, that's fine. I'm just thinking like, hopefully they don't stay out till like seven or eight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we didn't like go clubbing. We just like went to some clubs yeah. afterwards and, you know. And then, Got it. okay. 
he, yeah, they dropped me off and like he and his friend dropped me off or something that night. And yeah, I mean, it was nice, I guess, like, considering what it was. I felt zero sexual tension with him, like zero. Um, there was okay. no kiss or anything at the door. I mean, also his friend was there. But um, it's weird because he's super attractive. Like he's totally my type, you know, short, dark, and handsome. Um, speaking of fetishization, I don't know. Now I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. But yeah, he's also like a, definitely like a cool person. Like he works at, he's like working at Shakira and PK's restaurant as a chef. Um, oh. Maybe that's too much information. He worked there for like not that long. Um, identifying information. Identifying. He's not like the head chef or anything. He worked there right. for a little while. And, but he has like a life, you know, like a fully blown, full blown life. Um, and I just can't go there though. I don't know. I, I just don't feel attracted to him for whatever reason. But we do hang out again and we hang out several times actually. And like we'll go out and then he'll, walk me home or whatever and we'll just be there standing in front of the door and I'm like okay good night and I'll just walk inside <laughs> and I'm kind of like what's going on um you know meanwhile I'm I'm sleeping with other people you know who I definitely do want to have sex with so um this is an outlier but so finally he kind of makes his move and he's like why don't you come over and I'll make you dinner you know Oh, okay. I think we all know what that means. And you're like, oh, zero sexual attraction, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Exactly. Why not? I'm like, but he's so cute. Like, maybe if I just yeah. try it, I'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> I, yeah. And so he, he, does, yeah, so we do have sex. Like, yeah, I go over there. We have dinner. He like, you know, he obviously makes the move and I'm like, Okay, let's just sure. let's yeah. just see what happens here. Yeah. And um it's kind of weird and then afterwards I remember I cried. So oh. that's also weird. I remember we were talking about this a few episodes ago. You're like, "Have you ever cried after sex?" and I thought of this. I was like, "Yeah. I have. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know what was going on here for me. Like, I think um at this point at this point, I think I maybe just want to feel something for this person and I don't and that makes me sad. Or also, I think he was just really hard to connect with and I think yeah. it was one of those times when you have sex but then like, you feel lonelier afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, seems like you were kind of lonely yeah. In in general, yeah. you, knew, you were like, I mean, you knew you didn't really like him, but you're still going to hang out with him just because kind of sounds like you just needed someone to hang out with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Also, the whole like, the whole waiting to see what happens next, I feel like that sums up the reason why I had sex with so many people because <laughs> I was like, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> like, just like see what happens as a result of this situation. Totally. <laughs> so I relate to that. Totally. Yeah. And and what did usually happen next? I mean, or would it would it really be variable? Would it depend? I'm trying to I think, think. I think pretty pretty variable. I mean I mean I think usually 
you know, yeah, like I think one of us would want more and the other one wouldn't or or we would just be like, great, that was fun and weird and interesting or or it would suck and I'd be like, I wish I hadn't done that, you know. Yeah, right. pretty variable. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think for me, a lot of times I already know beforehand. Like if I don't know what's going to happen after I sleep with this person, then... I know that it's not going to be anything that's particularly worthwhile. I mean, I feel like... Yeah, 100%. I usually know if I listen to myself. But again, like when you're bored, lonely, or just kind of not really listening to that little voice inside that says, Ron, this is about to get really weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I, I would, yeah, I would totally agree with that. I feel like usually you really like somebody... Like you can tell if you really like somebody. Yeah. Um, But I think like the thing I've gotten better about as I've gotten older when I was younger, I think it was like kind of harder. It was harder for me to tap into that voice. Yeah. Because I like people. Like there are a lot of people I hooked up with who I like genuinely do like as people. Mm -hmm. But it was just like gauging my real attraction to them was hard because I was figuring out what that actually felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. Um. I'm on the edge of my seat over here, though. Like, what's what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Okay. So, we have this weird hookup, and, and then I cry. And I say to him something like, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. I just think sex is complicated. And he goes, no, it's not. It's just sex. And I'm like, mm. okay. Anyways, so <laughs> despite how empty and weird that whole experience made me feel, um... I'd go back another night and sleep together again because as I've realized in telling these stories, like I might be one of the ones that goes like from my hometown as opposed to one of the ones that stays. But in relationship, I'm definitely not one that goes. I'm just like, we'll stay and stay and and stay. So I'm back there (laughs) and we have sex again at his place. And then afterwards, he holds up my underwear and he says, shouldn't these have Disney princesses on them? Okay, so this comment like starts the wheels in my head going oh so fast. I feel like smoke is about to come out of my ears. Like all the times that he commented on how small I was, how much I looked like I was his niece's age. He said so many times that that first night that we all hung out together that people didn't know who I was and they thought maybe I was a friend of his nieces to which I said nobody said that nobody thought that that's a weird thing to say and he repeated it at least two or three times which was super uncomfortable oh my god then this is so creepy then how disappointed he was to learn that I wear a size seven shoe (laughs) he was like I thought your feet would be much smaller (laughs) so so, uh, okay, I am I am like shocked. Like my jaws on the fucking floor right now. This is not what I expected to happen. Yeah. Holy shit. Me neither. Okay. That is the creepiest thing to say. Shouldn't your underwear have Disney princesses on them? Yeah. It's horrific. I mean, so Oh god, that's so creepy. Yeah. And like for people who haven't, you know, who don't know me maybe or haven't seen photos of me on on our Instagram, which you should definitely check out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
No, but like if, if you don't know what I look like, you know, you might not know that I am like petite and have what's referred to in the medical profession as a baby face. Um, yeah, so like people my whole life have commented on how young I look always. Um, yeah, you're definitely not tall. You're not a tall person. Not a tall person. And, you know, when I was a teenager or... Yeah, I think when I was really young, I looked even younger, maybe. Because, I mean, at a certain point, I feel like age age comes for us all. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like I look as much younger than my actual age as I used to. But when I was, like, 18, I remember my friend saying to me, a guy friend, saying... Um, indelibly that I was like reverse jail bait for a pedophile since I looked 12 but was in fact perfectly legal you know it's the kind of thing you can't unhear I I, like I can I can definitely see I mean you have you have certain qualities that like make you look young but that said I mean like I've seen photos of you at that age and like you know you have like a pretty face that looks like a woman's face you know you're not like (laughs) You know, you're not like, there are some people who are very childlike. Yeah. And I I don't think that you've always been childlike because partly it's like your personality too. Right. But I mean. Right. So I I think that it, yeah, I don't want the record to state that you are like (laughs) a childlike person because you're you're really not. And, you know, I knew you also back then and I, I, you know, you you were short, but I don't think you were like, you didn't look like a 14-year-old. Right. To be fair. Right. Just like you have some qualities that they have. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like stature. It was clear. Yeah, but yeah, here's like the stature. thing. Here's the thing, Mariah. Like people have always, um, this is not the first person who like creeps up to the line on this, on this issue. And I do feel like there was something about me not that I actually look like a child, but right. there was something <clears throat> that was about my petiteness that was really, I think, working for him. Um, mm-hmm. And I've had other people be creepy about how, or to me, it feels creepy. And I would say fetishize it the is smallness, creepy. you know, because here's the thing some people, are just attracted to really small women, I guess. Um, yeah. And so, you know, probably women like maybe who are even smaller than me. <clears throat> and yeah. that's just kind of their thing. So that's cool. I think that it gets weird when you kind of blur the line with the whole adult child thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, Jesus H. Christ. Like, I mean, that is just like, it's it's astounding. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm shook right now. Like, that's crazy. So um, awful. I just don't, I, I, I fully, like, I fully, uh, I fully see that as part of like your experience. And like, I totally like, I'm like, that's totally how it happens. What The only thing I want to say is, I don't want people to think that you're so childlike that anyone who like dates you is like, a, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, no, like no. I don't want to oversell it. No, no, definitely not. No, I mean. But definitely not. Here's the thing though. It's like, okay, I don't know. You could be, well, you were talking earlier about 
the fetishization of Asian women. And it's like, okay, so as an Asian woman, you can, a lot of people that are dating you are not dating you because they have this like fetish for Asian women. They're just dating you, right? But then you might end up in a few situations in your life where you realize that someone right. is really just there for that reason more than right, any other. Right. And I think this was I mean one when of somebody me. when somebody says shouldn't you have Disney princesses on your underwear? I mean, that is psycho. I mean, here's the thing. Like I I think so there are a lot of people who totally consensually, you know, play like play with those thing, you know, play around with those boundaries, those taboos, you know, like there's sure. a podcast that another podcast that we listen to. You guys, we listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> um, broke yes. girl therapy where they always, she always has those twins on that talk. Yeah. One of them is in like a daddy, little girl relationship. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like a dom sub thing, but you know, with a twist <laughs> whatever yeah and like that's that's great like good for her good for them there's a lot of like you know right 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 shit like that going on I just think and maybe that's what he was getting at but yeah here's the thing in a creepy way like I mean yeah I just think he didn't know me he he definitely doesn't know anything about my past you know a, a lot of us are not lucky enough to get through childhood without some really fucked up shit having, happening. So it's like, don't just spring that on a person, first of all. I think it's a conversation you got to have probably with someone that you know better or maybe you've met in a, in a context where, you know, people are yeah. being super s- straightforward about their kinks and stuff like that. So the conversation is just yeah. already flowing. If that's what he was trying to do. It's like, was it a fetish or was it fetishization? I don't really know because I didn't have a response in that time besides just to never speak to him again. (laughs) Which like, maybe, you know, I mean, I think there's a version of this where, I don't know. I just, if that is what he was trying to do, I feel bad for him in a way. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I regarding the the daddy little girl dynamic, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I'd never like played around with that a little bit because yeah. I like to be like dominated, you know? Yeah. But it goes it <laughs> it gets a little weird when somebody like literally is like it's there's there's a weird line to cross like that it's like I want to feel like a little girl, but I don't want to feel like a little girl, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, it makes total sense. But I don't. So actually, yeah. I don't. So actually, um, funny little anecdote. Um, so Ryan and I will. I, I, sometimes I'll be like, I'll call him like daddy or something. You know, uh-huh. a, a little bit. Like actually, like we do. I think it's kind of like a. Um, it's kind of like an inside joke in a way because, you know, I feel like we definitely sort of have that dynamic in in like when we have sex a little bit. Yeah. Like he like he likes to be like the powerful one and I kind of like to be like, I'm like a power bottom basically. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah, I love but, it. But <laughs> I mean, you know, 
what could I be anything else? But um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, so, so yeah. So sometimes we'll like, we'll say like daddy, but sometimes I like to like um, kind of troll him a little bit and say dada. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because just because it's kind of fun, he'll be like, "Oh, you know," he's like, "Ooh, daddy, daddy wants to like, you know, do something to his little girl or something like that." And I'm like, "Oh, dada," <laughs> he's like, "No," he's like, daddy. "He's like, yeah." It's like it's it's kind of it's hilarious to kind of play with that a little bit because it's just like it's so uncomfortable. We're both like, uh, you know. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like that's not what you're going for. No, I think that's the perfect that's a perfect metaphor because this was like a dada moment where I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something different to like to being like an adult. Like he clearly sees me as like an adult woman. I mean, you know, he like I think I think that that's a huge part of like his attraction to me honestly is because you know I do have like he always says like you know I am like a little curvier and he you know he loves that like he loves like very clearly understood he sees me as a woman yeah. so it's kind of fun to to play the dynamic of like the dom sub you know the daddy little girl dynamic sure. right cuz I think we think of like daddies clearly I don't think you know my dad when I think of like daddies like that is very clearly in my mind it's like a daddy sure. you know but then when you take it over to the, when you make it, when you play up the, the childlike thing too much, like, ooh, dada, you know, it's like, it's oh, it's yeah. just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know, but do you feel like maybe what was going on in this situation is that, is it possible that he just like really fucked it up? Like that he hadn't really thought it through and that that's where he was trying to take it? Or do you think he's just a creep based on what I've said? Um, I'm going to go for creep, to be okay. honest, because I don't feel like he started from a place of of like truly being like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, just the fact that he was commenting on your shoe size. Mm-hmm. Like, truly disappointed. Uh, about how big it's my cre- shoes were. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> and like saying like, oh, people thought that you were like friends with your niece. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. it's creepy. Like, That's not great. Yeah, don't it's, love it's, that. It would be something, mm-hmm. it'd be something totally different, I think, if, um, you know, if you got, if he, if he got to know you, like, you know, he knew you as, you know, what what are you, 26 now? Yeah, in the story. Yeah, like a 27-year-old, he like very clearly have like an adult relationship and then like, you know, he takes you home and is like, ooh, who's my little girl? You know, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Then being like, and then the Disney princesses part, like, it's like he's not going for like, like, I feel like when, um, not to like compare it overly to my relationship, like not to make that comparison, but another anecdote from our relationship is like, I feel like when we, when we role play it, it's, here's what it comes down to. We role play it as like, it's like daddy, like I'm like a teenager or like a very young woman, right? Right. right. Who has like an, an older daddy, right? That's kind of <laughs> uh-huh. like the role playing okay. we're kind of doing, right? But I'm like developed. <laughs> the role playing he's doing, you're wearing Disney princess oh, underwear. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're right. It's like right. not hot. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. I mean, I do think though that people do, you know, in a way that's, I think, fine. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Do not take taking it shame, there. Not you know, shame. as long as you know, as long as everyone is an actual adult, you know, obviously, then it's okay. I mean, you know, the whole like diaper play, the whole baby thing, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, not to kink one. shame, um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds wild to me, but like it's whatever. I just, I mean, I don't know. I I've thought about this a lot because. <laughs> Obviously, it's haunted me because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things happening here at once. One is that he, you know, I I think that I have my own sort of baggage and insecurities, you know, because people used to say I was reverse jailbait when I was, you know, like yeah. a young adult, like 18, 19, 20. So I have cut. So it's it's something that's not going to work for me probably in that way I mean yeah the whole daddy thing works for me but it's not gonna work for me to like someone probably fetishize how young I look that's probably not gonna be hot for me ever so yeah um yeah the whole thing like with the physical appearance and just like that for me that's a really like kind of a presses my buttons a bit Mm, yes, so, that part is the part that I don't like either. So that's, for me, like, that is, I didn't like that at all. Um, yeah. But I do wonder if maybe there are people that it would have been okay for, or, you know, then I then yeah. it went, like, all the way to the other end of the spectrum and was like, should I be worried about his niece, you know? I mean, yeah, I like I had that thought. I, I had mean, that thought. I think yeah, he, I think it's probably fine. But um, I yeah, know. no, I, I, I totally see what you're saying, and and I don't want to kink shame anybody because, like, I can see, yeah, like playing around with those different dynamics. Like, basically, I think a lot of the, I mean, I have no clue what goes into the fetish, fetish, you know, what makes people want to fetish fetishize things, but. I would guess that a lot of it go is around the taboo subjects. Yeah. You know, that's why there's like step-sibling porn and, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. Um so I can I, I can see how it would be like in a safe situation where you know that that person really is not going to like harm a child or anything like that. Right. Um and and you can kind of like play with those weird dynamics for sure. But the fact that he just goes right into it, I also don't like how he, like, to the big red flag for me is how he does it, like, right from the beginning. Yeah. Like, how he's, it's not so much about, so I think it's fetishization because it's not so much about his fetish. Like, he didn't come to you and be like, oh, I have this, like, weird fetish where I, you know, I like to role play this or something like right. that. But like from the beginning, he's like making comments about how small you are mm -hmm. and how he's disappointed that you have small shoe size and mm -hmm. or like that you have a larger shoe size for your height. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that you don't have small feet, I guess. Like that Not part is enough. weird to me. And we're talking, I mean, I think you said in the beginning of the story, these saw three people in three weeks. Like how many, how long are we talking that you actually knew this person? Not long at all. No, no. I mean, this is like, yeah, the fourth hangout or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's, so it's only the I, I feel time like we've had sex. So I, I call it fetishization. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for unpacking that with me. Cause yeah, that <laughs> one I've been carrying around for a while. <laughs> you know what? That I was not expecting. That took a turn and like surprised the hell out of me. I was not expecting that. That that is like Jaw dropping. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it was however however like we come down on what's okay and what's not okay about it. I mean, the delivery was you know enough to make your blood run cold. So that's definitely <laughs> not what you want. <laughs> Somebody get this man on field. <laughs> yeah, seriously, get yourself to feel. He's probably is. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I no, honestly, I don't get that vibe. Like, I think he, if anything, was just kind of repressed. Like, I mean, that first yeah. conversation when I was crying and I'm like, I don't know, I just think sex is complicated. He's like, no, it's not. It's like, dude, isn't it? You mean, you want yeah. me to wear little girl underwear? <laughs> like, come the fuck on. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, my God. This guy is such a joker. Um, yeah, no, I... I feel like a lot of it, a lot of our like cringy sex stories come down to communication. Yeah, pretty much. It's like he just needs to communicate a little bit more, be be a little bit more respectful about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick question for you. If he had been like, let's imagine mm-hmm. if he, that he had said that he, he had not made any comments about your size. Mm-hmm. And then at some point he'd been like, you know, I really have this like fetish. I want to role play, you know, daddy, daughter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, you know, daddy, little girl. And, uh, you know, I want you to wear like some Disney princess underwear or something like that. Yeah. Would you have done it? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if with him, but right. just because with him, there was always something that just felt totally off. And I can't really get rid of that feeling that it might be related. Like, I wonder something. what it was. Yeah, what could it have been? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think I could role play Disney princess underwear. It's, yeah. it's like a little too infantilizing. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a little fucked up. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry, sorry, not to king shame, but oh I God, think to Marley, me, just it just feels, <laughs> I know we have, we have, sorry. <laughs> I mean, but that's my that's that's my opinion. It no, feels it line. feels that's too fucked limit. up for me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. For sure. When yeah. you do your daddy thing, you're like 17. You're like 17, 18, 19. That's Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm just I'm just like younger than than the person I'm having sex with. Or like I'm more like innocent, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or more like For me, I'm more like Catholic school girl, like harsh, like, okay. like strict principle. That, that would probably oh, okay. be like my okay. ideal thing. But if someone came okay. to me and asked me to do it and I had like really good sexual tension with them, like sexual um, energy, what am I trying to say? Compatibility, yeah. whatever. Compatibility, If yeah. I was super into them. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I wouldn't have a problem with trying it for sure. But yeah. Okay. I mean, so right, which is I think why I've never been able to just totally write him off because I mean we all have our weird shit right but not write him off but like I don't know I don't know it's just it's hard I'm also just like I'm also just thinking like Catholic school girl is that can be like a hot teenager too that's what I mean like you know yeah for sure I mean that's like that's like kind of understandable or like a school girl whatever but like when you're Disney princess underwear I'm sorry I just can't get over that yeah, part because like yeah. even in those yeah. even in those fantasies um, the girl's like wearing lingerie underneath yeah I mean who's to say what people are wearing in the fantasies in the fantasy minds right. of people true, true, again true. I have to go back to the diaper thing like I, I mean <laughs> a lot of people like to wear a diaper or have someone else wear one yeah. so can't, can't get much I younger guess I'm than just, 
I'm just trying to say it's it's a little out there and and not to it's not your run of the mill fetishization to me. It feels right. a little it's like a little bit like it's a little it's really pushing the boundaries and it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. Right. It's not it's not just a little bit of yeah, dynamic play, role play. Yeah, yeah, no totally. It's not nurse and patient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not asking for like yeah. a sponge bath. I mean, I think that, you know, it, that the thing about it is just that he doesn't, as we've said, like, I just don't think he knew me enough to, to just bring enough. that on me. But here's the thing, he, like, people are so bad at this shit, you know? They're just very bad He didn't bad know you it. enough. Mm-hmm. He didn't know you enough, but he also didn't approach it correctly. Even if it's someone he, you do know. Mm-hmm. I think this type of thing, it deserves a little bit more of a convo. Yeah. Like, hey, this is something I'm into. Yeah. You know, is this something you would be also be interested in? It's okay if you're not. Have you had that you convo know? with someone? I don't think I've ever been with somebody who's like, or like hooked up with someone who has like that big of like a fetish, I guess. Or like yeah. kind of like a like a unique fetish like that. No, I don't think I've. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess, like the only thing is like not that this is a fetish in any way, but like anal. Uh huh. You had the you convo know? about anal. You mean? Yeah, like more of a convo. Like I guess I don't know. My like, I remember the first time that I dated someone who was like really into it. Like they were like, "Oh, this is something I want to try." You know, like, I'm into. Yeah. Um. Like, how do you like feel about that? I guess, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, like down. I'm, I'm down to try it." You know. Right. 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 And we like, yeah. Yeah, right. But I, yeah, but little, more like, I don't think I've even ever that, had it's anyone. Not that weird. Yeah, I mean, anal's pretty. It's pretty standard, pretty actually, standard at, this, at this day. Operation. But still, it's something you want to talk about. I mean, I feel like we've talked about this in the past. Like, you don't want to just spring that on somebody. I mean, you could if you know that they're like kind of into it. But if you're yeah. like, I don't know, like you want to suss out like their interest in it and you don't want to just like bring it up. I don't know. Right. Right. So imagine if that's our standard for anal, then then, <laughs> then four year old four year old child play. It's gonna need a yeah. combo. Okay. Anyways, this is getting so gross. Um, I'm sorry. Should we have trigger warned this? I don't know. We should. I think we might want to. Where where would yeah. we stick that in? Okay. We'll 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 figure that out. Well, I think we should, we can just put it in the in the description. Okay. Um, or we could like record like a little something for the beginning, but yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, as far as like any like type of weird fetishes, I, I don't think, I think I would be down to like pee on a partner. Uh-huh. Open to pee. I'd be down for that. Open to water I'm like, da- I'm not, I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm like open to trying things for sure, but I just don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to think of like what fetishes I would be down to try. Yeah, before before it gets brought up in a super like unexpected way, you don't really know how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And I think I think it's also something that you could kind of maybe get into a little bit. Like maybe at first you're like, I don't know, and then, you know, the more you read about it, the or the more that you like kind of talk about it. I'm just looking at a list of fetishes right now. There's like cuckolding. Oh yeah, I could definitely um, get down. How with would that. you feel about that? Pro. Pro? Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be into it. There's also a pregnancy fetish. Nope. Um 
I actually, so that's something I feel like I've like experienced, I've experimented with a little bit, nothing too crazy, but just like, Ooh, you're going to get me pregnant, you know? Oh, is that what it is? No, I don't think, I think it's more like you're attracted to pregnant women. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, and then there's like your classic like whips and, and bondage and, you know, oh, here we go. It's called age play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, in this activity, partners will role play and act as if they are different ages than what they actually are. A common combination is an adult and a baby who would be cared for like an infant or a young child. There you go. Uh, Common combos. (laughs) And this isn't to be confused with um, autonepiophilia, where the person gets sexual pleasure from dressing up or acting as a baby. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also foot fetishes. Like, have you have you ever been with someone who's has like a foot fetish or anything like that? I haven't. Probably because I have these just really disappointingly huge feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, no, no. I haven't. I haven't. Have you? I have not. Um, no, I haven't. I I, I feel like. My feet are probably not what somebody would want if they were into feet, to be honest. Um, I also just noticed something, uh, somnophilia, um, sleeping beauty syndrome, defined as getting oh, arousal yeah. from a person who is seemingly asleep or unconscious. No, I someone called into Dan Savage with this story about how they would take like three Ambien and just knock themselves out and then their boyfriend would have sex with them and film it. Oh, and they were into it? And then they would watch it together later. Yeah. Interesting. it was funny because she was, the reason that she had called in was because she was mad at her friend for kink shaming her about it. And yeah, she told her friend that that this is something that she would do. And and the person was like, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) And she kind of called in all indignant, I think, to Dan Savage. Who I, she probably obviously thought was going to be on her side about this, and he was like, "Listen, sounds like you guys are having a great time. Don't expect other people to get it. It is yeah, kind of slightly kind of extreme in a way. And like, why are you telling yeah. your vanilla ass friends about this? Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel like so. Okay, so one thing I'm noticing about this is also like just as we talk about these different pink kinks. Mm-hmm. You know, like the pregnancy thing I just talked about. And even this one, like, you know, Ryan and I have totally role played. I'm asleep and he is like having sex with me, you right. know, kind of like uh-huh. usually I, I I pull that card when I'm, I'm like really, really lazy and I don't want to do <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let's pretend I'm like asleep. And then, you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, but it's like, obviously then I just like, I wake up, but it's like, like, obviously like I participate, you know, uh-huh. it's not like I'm just like completely knocked out and he's just like, right. <laughs> there's, and then there's also, you know how like people have like, like raping fetishes sure. and stuff like that, like how that's a thing. Um, I think they call it like ravage, yes. ravishment. Yeah. And that's something like we sometimes like role play, like nothing crazy, but just like ravaging. Like I'll be like, you know, I'll be like, I'll be like, no, don't do that. Or, you know, or like, I don't, you know, it's, I don't know. It's like, we, we like, we, we dabble with these things, but we're never like, it's not the actual dynamic. Whereas it feels some, sometimes people who have these like 
fetishes or kinks, like take it to more of an extreme. They just live in those roles all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or like they'll like take it. It's like, yeah, I guess they're just a little bit more hardcore about how they act it out. Yeah. Right. Or you mean like like the teenager versus the baby thing? Yeah, I guess I'm just, I I feel like a lot of them, you can kind of see how they could be kinky and it's kind of fun to like play in that world a little bit. But like the way that somebody who's not fully like in it, you know, you can still kind of get that taboo like feeling a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that... It's it's a funny thing just trying to figure out how you communicate these things to people and when you should you should do it and and how and I think that people are it, unless you have a lot of sexual education and you're around a lot of people who have really good communication about this stuff and they can kind of model it to you I feel like it might be a very kind of lonely world where you feel bad about these things that you want and you don't know how to bring them up and I do wonder if that was the case for for this person number 25 I don't know but yeah 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 I I guess like the the kind of open question that I have in my mind is like when is it seen as a fetish yeah right when does it when does it cross over into that area or is it just like any type of interest in these things you know right right yeah is like is a fetish um yeah I don't know but but I mean you know like bottom line is he did not approach this well (laughs) yeah I think I think that's our takeaway that's that's established it was not effective you know one thing that uh we did recently was we took a we took like a BDSM and kink survey like oh. the same survey, and then you can compare notes and be like, where are you compatible oh. and where are you not compatible? You just like go like line by line. <laughs> You're like, nope, that's oh. not gonna happen. But you don't have to like ask someone and then have to, and then they respond to you. It's more just like the survey asks you about everything, and then you can just see your numbers. You can just, oh, okay. Yeah. It's so, fun. what I mean, would you care to share any of the findings or? I mean, I, I, I would be happy Putting to share my spot. findings, but I, I wouldn't share like my partner's, but just because I think he's like more private about that yeah. type of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, age play was definitely on there for me. Um, I like getting tied up, like restraints, physical restraints. That was mm-hmm. probably like my number one. Um, some like what are they, I forget like what the word for it is, but just like hitting, like being hit, like being yeah. like, yeah. Sadism? I get, yeah, masochism, I guess, yeah. Being into pain, some some amount of pain. <laughs> being hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else was on there? Oh, this was a funny one that I really identified with, but it's like brat, like being a brat, like, Oh yeah. Oh, I really identify with that. That's that's like my whole entire relationship, I would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> and then and then there was another thing which was like, are you down? Like, are you okay with brattiness? You know, or like how, or like, does that turn you on or does it turn you off to have someone kind of like, do you like teaching someone a yeah. lesson? Or would yeah. you just rather they submitted like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Which I had never thought about that some people might not enjoy the brattiness as much. I think some people don't like it for sure. Yeah, some people don't. Like, I, I, yeah, again, I don't think you can date me unless you're down for teaching me a little bit of a lesson (laughs) from time to time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because like the, that is the dynamic. Like, I mean, that's, it's, it definitely adds like kind of this like edginess too, I think, to when you have sex. Because you're just like, you're you're antagonize the person until they're like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So, yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Well, is, those are our fetishes, everybody. Also, I think I'm going to try to link this uh, article about sexual kinks and fetishes to our podcast, our show notes, because it's really good. It basically just lists a whole bunch of them, and it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you guys have any questions about it, yeah, I feel like that would be add. really fun. Yeah. Really fun to answer. And like anything to add? Any stories? Where do you yeah, stories from your own life? Like where do you come down on this debate? Like, did we just totally kink shame this person or was he out of line? We want your opinions. Yeah. <laughs> you can like send us a DM on Instagram or you can comment, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, or send us an email. Perfect. And- Okay, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy. On my eyes is what you are, and I don't care. Who knows it? Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy, editing and mastering by Lightning the Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. <laughs>